Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Oh, a hell, yes. Um, you know, I'll... I... It might sound cliche, it might even sound like a stupid thing to say, but I'm going to acknowledge it. When it's nice outside, you feel better. Our mental health needed this good weather, and it's going to be dry till at least Tuesday. So bring it on. Absolutely. I completely concur. Um, I want to do a couple of DMs to start off this podcast before we get into some other things that we want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had a couple of great messages. First of all, Mr. Panacci says hello to you. The Panooch. The Panooch. What's he saying? He says hi. Anyway, um, he is one of those people, he says, that requests longer podcasts all the time. Oh. <laughs> um, but I had no idea he was, uh, he was a hardcore listener of the podcast and also of our show. He streams us uh, from where he is. So thank you. I just want to give a shout out to uh, Steve. He was uh, a producer of ours. Uh, Way back in the Many day. moons ago now, a uh, producer of ours. Um, also, I had a couple of great messages here I wanted to get to. Um Usman, I don't know if I'm saying that right, or Usman on Instagram listens every morning and says thank you for uh, being there. He's one of the people that were stuck on the 401 for the last few days because <laughs> it's been an absolute nightmare. And also Sean. Sean wanted to say thank you so much. I appreciate you, Scott and Kat, for keeping us entertained. Uh, can you please shout out my beautiful wife, Amber, on the podcast? It would be pretty cool. They listen to the podcast all the time together. I love that. It's her Dirty 30 on the 6th. Obviously, yeah, dirty. Yeah, you. I love it. And obviously, things are a little bit different now. Like the big bashes that you would throw, you can't. So, hey, we uh, wish you a happy birthday if that's the least that we can do. And he says he just wanted to mention that his his birthday on the 14th. It's my daughter's birthday on the 14th, too. So there you go. Okay. I think Isn't that- it your birthday tomorrow? My birthday is tomorrow, yes. Yeah, yes. happy birthday, Eve. June 5th. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad it's on a Friday. Like, I mean, I know there's not much we can do, but uh, yeah, that's nice. I plan to celebrate in uh, my own little special way uh, tomorrow. I'm excited. I think my husband's planning something, though, and I don't know. Hey, did certain. you figure when all this shit began back on, what was it, like March 17th, that you'd be set, uh, celebrating a quarantine birthday? I, I no, I bet you it wasn't like until June about, seemed a long way away. Yeah, it back wasn't then. until about April because I I used to joke with um I joked with my brother and sister who celebrated a birthday in early April and I was like ha ha you guys are so toxic you got your birthday canceled you know and all this stuff and we were making jokes about Aries and then all of a sudden next thing you know oh okay no more than that's affected so I think if you have a birthday this year it's kind of going to be canceled I think that we've all come, have we all come to terms with that I think we have right I don't know mine's just over a month away and I think I might be one of the first non-quarantine birthdays i might be able to go to a restaurant patio you might be able to do a patio that's true it would be selective you would have to only select a couple of people to do that though you'd have to be very picky choosy it looks like doug is going to uh announce phase two 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 two, two. coming up in the next week and i would think that it'll probably kick in right around the canada day long weekend that's very possible that is very possible are the hairstylists going to be back then? What's our predi- what's our prediction Fuck, on I that? I hope so. You know what? I'm starting uh, to look like Trudeau. It's bad. His is out of control. Like 
This is out of control. Seriously, is yeah. he putting some sort of weird Miracle Grow type product in his hair or in his shampoo? I mean, good for him. He has a lot of hair. Like he's got he's got some nice hair, but it is just outrageously like out of control at this point but i think he's like whatever why 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 would he care who cares and you know what he can get a haircut if he wants he's just he doesn't want to because he knows that if he does andrew Shear and jugmeet singh will shit all over him so he could he's just gonna suffer through it like the rest of us because he doesn't want to deal with the nonsense oh and by the way since jugmeet singh came up just before i read some dms jugmeet singh is screaming on instagram and tiktok and twitter The prime minister needs to address racism. The prime minister needs to end carding. And the prime minister needs to to get fairness for black Canadians now. You know, I like Jugmeet Singh. I like him a lot. But listen here, fucker. It's because of you that parliament is shut down. You should have never voted to shut down parliament. And then maybe he could do something about it. You were the one who voted and made a deal with them to not have any more parliament until September. Hmm. Just in case anybody lost track of that little tidbit. Right, right, right. Parliament shouldn't be shut down. And it is right now because the liberals and the NDP made a deal. Stupid. In any case, uh, DM from CJ. Guys, I agree with what you were talking about on the podcast the other day. If you aren't contributing to the anti-racism movement every day, why would you post a black picture today? Mm -hmm. You guys are great. Keep it up. Cat uh, CJ says hello. Oh, hi, CJ. Um, Thank you for that. And uh, yeah, I mean, how many of those people just did it because they wanted to be like, well, I'm not racist, so I have to do it. It's not really about that. No. You know what? I didn't post one. And I'm pleasantly surprised. Nobody shit on me for not posting anything. Maybe they didn't notice. Maybe they listened to the podcast and realized why I didn't post a black square. But either way, I was pleasantly surprised to not have any nasty DMs on that. Here's one, though, from Olivia. You can answer this one if you want. Question. You guys don't actually play the piano live during Missed Connections, do you? Is this an inside joke that I missed? I actually love that people still ask this because they'll be like, ha, it's a joke, right? Are you kidding that you play the piano? Um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like making it a mystery is, is more fun. When we started working distanced, I'll tell you the truth. When we started working distance, I obviously was not in the studio, which is where the piano was. There was like five guys that brought the piano here. And then I said, no, guys, I need it upstairs in my remote studio. So they carried the piano up here. And there was no time to actually tune the piano before our first edition of Missed Connections. And that's why it sounds a little different in the first edition versus the latter editions. Go back and listen. Seriously. (laughs) Did I really say, let me tell you the truth before that? No comment. No comment. This from Gianni, Scott Fox, dub best morning talk show host, hands down. Gianni. Don't funny. tell our boss that you call it a talk show, okay? Do us a favor. Yeah. Uh, listen, we would love to do a talk show. And if uh, the powers that be are listening and would like to make us a proposition, we will absolutely hear anything you have to say about it. However, right now. It is not a talk show. And when you say shit like that, that's when our boss comes to us and says, guys, you might be talking a little bit too much in the morning. I think we should just let the music play. We, we should let the, the Jonas Brothers and uh, uh, Justin Bieber do all the work for let us. Let Nicki Minaj be super angry on the Say So remix. <laughs> She's By the way, angry, man. She is an angry lady. I don't know what Nicki Minaj's problem is. Like, 
as far as I know, she smokes a shit ton of weed. I don't know how she can be that angry about so much. Like, honestly, when you listen to the remix of Say So from Doja Cat with Nicki Minaj, she sounds like she's pissed. It's just that she does it when she goes off on certain people. And that one, I think in particular, if I'm not mistaken, it, the, at the end of the of the remix is just for Wendy Williams, whom, like, I don't know, man. Why does anyone take what Wendy Williams say seriously? I don't even know. But anyway, that's what that rant was about because she had said a bunch of shit about Nicki Minaj. And so that was Nicki Minaj's retaliation. Counting money while he's sucking my toes. Yeah, ah, Nikki, you're gross. <laughs> She's probably the first person in history to try and rhyme toes and gross. <laughs> it doesn't even rhyme. Uh, doesn't rhyme. <laughs> uh, are you still watching the news of uh, uh, the George Floyd protests down in America? Yeah, I am. I, you know what? I, I do try to I, I, I cut myself off. I do cut myself off because I find that it's everywhere. It's like doomsday scrolling on Twitter. It, it, usually every single night I notice, right? That's when it starts back up again. But um, I, I do because I want to stay aware and I want to know what's going on. But at the same time, at a certain point, I shut her down. You know what? I'll just say it. Fuck the mainstream media. I'm so sick and tired of these television networks. You can't win. I mean, if if this was a van that was driving, CNN has already thrown coronavirus out the back door. Just let it just tumble off into the ditch. They've moved full blown into coverage of the protests and riots. But because nothing violent is happening, they've now stopped covering the protests live. And they're back to doing the same old shit that they always did, which was interviewing people to get their opinion. Not that their opinion really counts for anything and they still present the whole thing as if it's news it's so frustrating to me i want to watch the protests and you know what if there's a little bit of standing around you're kind of waiting for the troops to either move in or the protesters to start getting crazy okay fine i'd rather it didn't but if it did i'd like to see what goes on cnn as soon as it it starts to get interesting they cut away and go to something else an interview with some asshole whose opinion doesn't matter right it's so frustrating And, you know, it's amazing how quickly they change. I don't know if you recall, it was a week ago, the biggest story in the world. It was the the biggest catastrophe in the history of the world. They spent an entire week covering the fact that Donald Trump wasn't wearing a mask. They haven't brought that up in over a week. Yeah. If you watch the news over a week ago, that was the biggest story in the world. Donald Trump not wearing a mask. Now, nope, they've moved on to other stuff. You don't care anymore. That's how the new. That's how it works, though. That's why people are. St- that's why these particular uh, protests that are happening are so important that they continue to happen. Of course, the rioting, the looting is horrible, and I, I really hope that slows down or stops. That'd be great. But that's why the protests and the conversation has to keep going because this the news cycle that we have right now going on about things they come and go so quickly, and then you're on to the next thing and you forget about it and you leave behind a lot of other very important issues. They do leave it behind, though. They're not covering stuff that really should be covered. And it's very frustrating. They spend so much time trying to make uh, the people they don't like look bad Mm -hmm. or to try and spin a situation. Even their headlines on their website. Did you see the one about this this uh, stadium sized asteroid that's going to just nick by Earth this weekend? Yeah, just nick by Earth. It's five point one million kilometers away. The moon is closer than this asteroid is going to pass us. Yeah. It's crazy to me. Like, really insane that they, they sensationalize everything, and it's such clickbait, and it drives me nuts. And by the way, it's not just CNN. It's everybody. I, we have never had more all-news channels than we do now, and half the time I can't get live coverage of a protest because they're just interviewing people. Yeah. It's 
frustrating as shit, Cat. Yep, I hear you. It's still frustrating. Um, Glamour has come out with a great article. The telltale signs that he's into you and the signs he's not into you. You interested? Yeah, sure. I, I, I mean, am I, am I going to take it note for note? Absolutely not. Most of this is bullshit. But I'm interested to hear what they have to say this time around. <laughs> I love your skeptical brain. You ask him to buy tampons. He asks, do you want super or regular? Is a sign that he is into you because he's paying oh, attention. Christ. Don't fucking ask him to buy you tampons. Who's doing that? Stop What's it. wrong with that? If, you, if it saves you a trip out and he's going out anyway, why wouldn't he buy tampons? Because you got to be better prepared. Like, hate my opinion if you want to. But, like, you know it's fucking coming every single month. Like, be prepared. Don't have to make your man go out and buy you tampons. Like, it's fucking, <laughs> since 12 or 11 for some people, you, you have this every fucking month. You know it's coming. Be prepared to have to make the guy go and get it. Like, come on. There shouldn't be, don't get me wrong, there shouldn't be a stigma if a guy's going to pick up a box of tampons. That's great. Absolutely. Wonderful. I've never in my fucking life asked my husband to pick up tampons for me and I never will because, hey, guess what? I know it's fucking coming every month. Sorry, was that too much? No. In in fact, you got me thinking. I don't think I've ever been asked to do it. Mind you, I stand on guard to do it whenever asked. That, to me, is not an unreasonable request to go and buy tampons. However, you're kind of making a lot of sense there. You knew this was coming. You could. It's not like you've been bedridden for the last 27 days. You could have gone and gotten them. Like getting it for your kid, that's one thing. That's a side. But come on, ladies, we know. We know it's fucking coming. Save him the trouble. Come on. He offers to pick up your parents at the airport when you're at work is a sign that he is into you. He's trying to be helpful and he's trying to uh, engage with your family. Yeah, I agree. That's great. That's a great one. He insists you go to the doctor to get that cough checked even when you tell him, no, no, it's just allergies. That's a sign he's into you. Okay. He cares. He's cleared space for your must-haves in a drawer in his home, and even maybe a shelf in the bathroom in the medicine cabinet for your overnights. That's a sign he's into you. Four signs, basically the exact opposite of those four, that he's not into you. You ask him to buy tampons, and he pleads complete emasculation. If he kicks up a fuss when you ask him to buy tampons, he's really not that into you. When you ask him to pick up your parents at the airport... He claims he has to work or he's too busy. When you've got the flu, he calls and emails, but he will not visit. Okay, on that one for just a second, uh, my girlfriend is great. In fact, just this morning, she dropped by the studio and brought me a coffee and breakfast because all I have in the house is decaf at the moment, and she understood that I would like a coffee. So nice. That's so nice. She's a doll. Thank you, sweetie. I appreciate that. And as great as she is, I am not going over there if she's sick. I am a germaphobe. <laughs> and if you tell me you've got, you're not just sick, you got the fucking flu? Absolutely not. <laughs> Don't touch me. I will do a drive-by. Absolutely. If you want me to show I care just by putting in the time, no problem. I'll park in front of your house. But I'm not touching the doorknob. I'm not coming up the stairs. I'm not going anywhere near you. If you're sick, no fucking way. <laughs> You need some orange juice? No problem. Two choices. I'll go and get you orange juice or I will buy a box of oranges and squeeze them myself because I care. 
but I'm not handing you that glass Guess because what? that's way too close. It is a porch pickup, my friend. I ain't yeah. going near you. Oh, you need soup? No problem. I can make you soup or I can go and buy you a soup. But it's going to get dropped on your porch and I'm going to be long gone before you even open the fucking door because I'm not going anywhere near you if you're sick. That's just the way it is. That's fair. After you stay over. So the the one that he was into you was he's cleared space for your must-haves in a drawer and on a shelf in the medicine cabinet for your overnights. The opposite of that, a sign he's not into you. After you stay over, he canvasses his apartment to make sure you leave nothing behind. Not an earring, not a strand of hair, not a tissue, no clothes, nothing. It's all gone. Who does that? There's some guys that are like that. And and you know what? Let me just say, it doesn't necessarily mean that he's not into you. Some people are just very, very picky about clean and order and things like that. Me, I don't necessarily have that type of OCD, but I know that there's guys out there who, if they find a long hair that's obviously not theirs in their bathroom, they're going to lose their shit. (laughs) If there's an earring left on the counter, no way that doesn't belong there. I don't don't hear that as much with how... Houses. I do hear it with cars, though, and I see it with cars. Like, uh, are you taking your coffee cup with you when you get out, get the fuck out? Like, get the fuck out! I take mm. your coffee cup with you. Like, you're not leaving that in there. <laughs> what is that yogurt container? You just don't leave that in my car. And then, like, <laughs> clean the car seat as if you've got fucking coronavirus after you leave. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's clean. It's order. There's a lot of different ways to describe it, but but. All I'm saying is maybe he is a douche and you should get rid of him. Yeah. But just on that fact alone doesn't necessarily mean he's not that into you. Uh, where was it? I believe it was Glamour. It was Glamour. That's got the full article. If you want a complete stranger who's looking for clicks to tell you if your relationship is going to last. I kind of like your take on this. There is a butcher in Rochester who has purchased a vending machine. One of the refrigerated ones like they would sell pop in, for example. And he's selling various cuts of meat. He says it's so popular, he has to restock it multiple times a day. It's open 24 hours a day for people who want some no-contact meat on demand. Hmm. I'm looking at this thing on Instagram. Yeah? It's pretty freaking brilliant, Cat. I mean, it's individually vacuum packaged so he'll cut off like a couple of t-bones yes he vacuum packs them sticks them in the machine you stick your credit card in boom there goes your t-bone i think this is brilliant this is what we need and we've been having these ongoing conversations about business models and things changing going forward this guy exactly has it perfected that's exactly what you need to do and not only will you see yourself stay afloat you might gain a lot more profits than you think because it's that convenient for people I love that. I think it's fantastic. Uh, Hey, we need that kind of ingenuity on an ongoing basis. More people, more creativity, more options for us, the consumers. I think that's brilliant. Let's go to uh, Massachusetts here right now. We all remember the stories. It was roughly a year ago of those losers that were trying to get famous on Instagram. So they would go into a grocery store and like lick the ice cream and take a bite of something and then put it back. Or they'd grab an apple and rub it on their balls, that sort of stuff. Like people were doing stupid shit in grocery stores. (laughs) Right. But a lot of them got caught and they were well-publicized arrests. And that's great that the police got these people and made an example of them. Oh, they're total fucking losers. Now we've got another one. This just happened. A 34-year-old man, his name is Billy Smith, 
from Massachusetts, went to a grocery store late last week, and someone saw him uh-huh. take some almond milk. Oh. First off, am I saying almond or almond? 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 It's Take fine. some almond milk off the shelves. He opened the milk. Uh-huh. Oh, God. I'm afraid. He unzipped his pants. Mm. Pulled out his penis. Mama, no! And peed in the almond milk. He pissed in it? Pissed in it. Why? Because he's a loser. Why the fuck? Did you nobody say knows more than exactly one? what nobody knows exactly why he did it, but yes, it was in several oh, jugs of almond milk. Oh my god. What the fuck? What did my the almond question, milk do to you? My question to you is how would anyone know? It couldn't possibly taste any worse. Stop, stop. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. Uh, listen, listen, that's fucked up. The people that do that, like, obviously, like, is that a mental problem or are they just, are they just seeking revenge on something? I don't know why you would do that specifically to the almond milk as opposed to any other product on the shelf, like a, like a Fruitopia or some shit. Like, why that? Here's the X factor in all of this. He wasn't filming it. And when somebody does something stupid and they're not intentionally doing it for attention on TikTok or Instagram, you got to wonder... Well, what's this fucker up to? What's the real motive here? Could he be just like a disgruntled dairy farmer? Is this a guy who sells regular milk that thinks, fuck the almond milk industry. I'm doing this. Piss on it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what his motivation was. So this guy that witnessed it obviously let security in the store know. Security went outside. It was too late to catch him, but they did get his license plate. Cops tracked him down the next day. They arrested him. He is charged with attempted poisoning disorderly conduct and vandalizing property um okay this might sound like a stupid question but can you really get poisoned from drinking pee uh you don't you don't know what that guy's he could be all drugged up what if you drink some drugged up pee i don't know i'm i don't know i don't know the answer but sure if that's one of the charges they can give absolutely because for me if i could add a charge i would add a charge that just called you're fucking gross like, you're fucking gross. So here's an extra charge. And it's going to mm. go directly to the almond farmers <laughs> that produce this farm. milk <laughs> and squeeze those almond nipples. It's going to go directly to them. When you milk the almond to when, get the milk out of it? When you milk that almond, that's right. You get up at 3 o'clock in the morning to go to the farm and milk those almonds. Yeah, there's going to be a straight-up donation from this loser because he pissed in your milk. I still don't understand how they get almond milk i mean i bite into almonds on a regular basis and i've never gotten my tongue wet i i I don't understand where the milk comes from but the milk word right that's what gets people it's because it's a milk alternative so that's why they use the word milk but of course we know it's not milk but i don't know why almond juice couldn't be a thing almond juice maybe they thought uh people will stay away from it they're gonna think it's not good for you and too sweet i don't really know the history behind the almond milk or the cashew milk there's cashew milk? Or the soy milk. Yes, there's cashew okay, milk. soy I get, yeah. There's coconut milk, but that yep. is actually called milk, isn't it? Coconut well, I milk? think so. It's white and liquidy, and there's only two different kinds of white liquid I can think of. There's a few. But listen, it's still not coming from a nipple. No. 
It, Milk has to come you, from a body, right? Do, do you see how deep our conversations go? I'm glad we're bringing up the important stuff because this is a lo- there's a lot of questions. That's why the why fuck I, is there almond milk? <laughs> <laughs> I seriously assumed if it's called milk, it should come from a, bo- a, a body or uh, animal or, or human. Fine. I'll give you that one. Uh, finally here, let's talk about your mouth for a moment. We all have a routine. I think for the most part, all of us understand the importance of brushing our teeth and flossing our teeth. And some people even do the trifecta, the triple crown, the one that makes all the great dental hygienists that are listening to this podcast smile when you also rinse with mouthwash. Mm -hmm. If you do all three, good for you. However, there's an order you're supposed to be doing it in, and most of us are fucking it up. Really? They've clarified the correct way to do it. They say most people are going to brush first and then floss and then use mouthwash when they're done. Rinse it all out and you're good. In essence, it should be exactly the opposite of that. You rinse with mouthwash before you brush or floss. If you do it last, it washes away the fluoride from your toothpaste. And if you want that fluoride to stay in there to prevent tooth decay, you can't rinse it off. Oh, so why are we just learning this now? Doesn't that make perfect sense? And nobody told us until June the 4th, 2020. Nobody. My dentist didn't tell me. And I'll have words with with Dr. Kaladi on that. Mind you, he did give me some other great tips, including don't brush your teeth right after you have wine. That was a great tip from him. Really? Why? Because it uh, it softens your enamel. Oh. Wine will soften your enamel. So if you go to brush your teeth right after it, it, it will take off more of your enamel than it should. So you should actually wait to brush your teeth. Shit, I'm amazed you have any enamel left then. <laughs> I didn't. I, I, I take his advice now, and it is what it is. In the morning, I can brush, but at night, he says, after you have wine, don't brush your teeth. I well, know. that makes the I, sex awkward. It, well, not really. <laughs> <laughs> but it... The I always thought it would be floss first. That's what I do. I will floss first because in my mind, I always thought floss, then brush your teeth because you get rid of like the extra stuff between your teeth before you f- brush. And then you end with the mouthwash. But you're telling me that that's the, not the right way to do it. No. Uh, uh, I was always brush first, floss second, and then you rinse with mouthwash. And you floss second because that gets whatever your toothbrush couldn't reach. In my head, it made sense. But apparently not. So here's the order. Rinse with mouthwash first so that you don't wash away the fluoride. Then number two, you floss. Then number three, brush your teeth last. They say if you do it before you floss, some of those food particles that were between your teeth are still in your mouth. So brushing last is best. Hmm. Finally, rinse with regular water and you are good to go. Clean mouth. No condescending lectures from your dental hygienist. There you go. Uh, My dental hygienist is great. I also go to Dr. Kaladi because he's fantastic. He has some great people on his team. And every single time I sit there, they always say to me, oh, still drinking red wine, are you? I think, <laughs> fuck, yeah, basically every day. Yeah, here oh. I am again. I need more whitening gel. <laughs> Guessing somebody went to Cuba because I can tell you've had a few cigars. Yeah, fuck, I know. I mean, what, do you want me to like email you every time I do it? Like, I don't know. What, what do you want from me? I'm here for, for to get this shit gone. So uh, no offense, but... Chop, chop, clean, clean. Let's go. I don't know if they're reopening yet. I know a lot of dentists are, um, but that'll be an interesting exper- uh, experience, no doubt about it. Your first time back. First time back to the dentist? 
I don't know, most of the time they try and talk to me, which is great. I love them and they're fantastic people. They try and talk to me, but they've got that thing in my mouth, whether they're squirting water in or they're just looking with that little mirror on a stick and I can't talk back to them coherently. Now, apparently, they're going to do that in full PPE. So I won't be able to hear them any better than they're going to be able to understand me. It's going to be a whole half hour of... Or or you're just going to hear the scraping of teeth, and that's going to be even worse. Oh, God. Play some loud music or something, because if I hear that, I can't. It's goosebumps when they just hear someone say that. Like, that gives me goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah. You saying it gives you... Gives you goosebumps? Gave me goosebumps. It's wrong. Skirt, skirt, it's a wrong skirt, sound. Skirt. Gross. Uh, I want to mention this quickly before we go, and this will be the last thing. I know a lot of people this weekend are planning on going to some of the solidarity marches for Black Lives Matter. What we had in our broadcast area for our FM radio show, Terrestrial Radio, we're on 91.5 The Beat at 91.5 FM. Monday to Friday, you can get it on Google, Alexa, the Radio Player Canada app, or you just go to 915thebeat.com, and you can listen live if you want to hear our FM show. That is for Waterloo Region, Kitchener, Waterloo, Cambridge, Guelph, that area. And there was one of the first Canadian solidarity marches for Black Lives Matter held yesterday. And before you head out to the big Toronto March this weekend, which really kind of worries me, Kat. There's already businesses on Young Street that are boarding up their windows because they think it's going to get rough. They think it's going to get violent and that there may even be looting. I don't want that shit to happen. It's a, a bad look on all of these protests, and it really takes away from the point you're trying to make. So don't be an asshole carrying bricks and and bottles and all sorts of shit in your backpack that you can throw at cops or that you can throw through a window so you can try and steal some sneakers. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Yeah. What happened in Kitchener yesterday, I think, was the gold standard. You covered it this morning on our show. Yeah, it was really, really well done. They had great speakers um, that spoke if you got the chance to really go up close because there were thousands of people there. The march was fantastic. There was no... Pushing and shoving, let alone looting and rioting. Uh, people got a chance to speak their piece. Um, the fundraiser that they have going on here uh, raised a ton of money. They're almost at $100,000 uh, right now, which is going to go uh, directly impacting the communities. Um, but anyway, it was really well done. Like, I, I was very impressed. Well, and the other side of that, too, is... People either physically distanced or when it got really crowded, because there was thousands there, they put on their masks. That's really all you have to do. Be peaceful. Cover your face and try the best you can to physically distance, because on top of of the point you're trying to make, which is a valid point, a great point. It's a conversation that needs to be had. We still got this fucking virus floating around. And every day they're finding between three and four hundred new cases. I don't understand where these new cases are coming from if everybody is supposed to be doing their job here in not having contact with other people. Going to a protest with people are yelling and things like that, that's prime time spread the virus season. So don't do it. Just cover your mouth. Try and stay away from people. If you can't stay away from people, definitely cover your mouth with a face mask. And uh, don't be an asshole. Yeah. Don't, don't throw a brick through a window just because. Yeah. Don't say to yourself, oh, well, all these people here, they'll never find me, so I'm going to go and steal that, that new cell phone over there. And, I mean, keep in mind, I mean, we talked about this before. It feels different this time around. There's something different about 
what is happening. This is a movement. It truly is. I really hope that it makes changes. So don't be a part of the dumbass part of it. Be a part of the part that speaks up, that spreads the word, that gets other people talking about it, that gets dialogue going. Don't be lumped into that stupidity that's happening with the looting and the rioting because stuff is actually happening here. It's not like nothing is happening. So be a part of the good, not the shit, and hopefully we'll make 2021 great. I really hope so. Well said, Kat. Thank you for downloading After 9. We might even put out another one tomorrow. Eh, We'll see. Have yourself a great day and enjoy the sunshine. It's gorgeous out there.